Hello and welcome to Dungeon Jedi Masters, a podcast discussing everything Star Wars 5e. My name is Todd, I've got Tegan here, and we're looking forward to jumping into hyperspace with you. Let's go! Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dungeon Jedi Masters Podcast, Season 2, Episode 13. Tegan, how are you doing today? Doing pretty stoked. Uh, the day we're filming this, we get to go play in a live play game, and it's been a while since I've actually rolled some real dice, so I'm pretty hyped. Fantastic. Yeah, you got to love getting to the table with your friends and, and doing so. So uh, welcome, everyone, to our podcast today. Uh, we're going to go over the maneuvers, the updated maneuvers uh, that kind of had a pretty solid overhaul here for the system. So we'll talk about uh, some of those changes and learn about other ways you can utilize them for your builds. Uh, first, though, on our end, uh, just announcements. Uh, first, check out DungeonJediMasters.com. Access to all of our content here, uh, this podcast, YouTube, uh, Twitch channels, uh, everything else, uh, including the best way to support us is Patreon. Uh, we do have a few new members for that as well. So thank you to Tier 2 members Corey and Christopher. Christopher becoming an annual subscriber there, taking advantage of the discount. And then a Tier 3 member, Izzy. So a uh, big thank you to you three and of course all of our patreons who help support us with producing this content and everything else that uh, we put out for you guys uh it's fantastic uh tegan we'll touch on it right now next week uh, after this episode on the 26th uh, will be the early access point for the next in chapter in invasion definitely so this is gonna be the the fourth adventure for invasion uh and this is gonna be a little bit more of a, a political uh kind of installment for the series uh it's gonna be with the group trying to uh convince uh the kind of the galaxy at large but mainly the republic and its senators uh, about the threat of the invaders and seeing if they can kind of rally them and get them out of their own way to uh help out in the war effort so uh, a little bit of a different change of pace uh, but should be pretty fun Fantastic. Yeah, looking forward to that one. Uh, it's been fun to follow along live as well on Twitch, which we'll touch on here in a moment as well. Uh, so yeah, that uh, adventure there is one of the perks to uh, being a Patreon member and uh, everything else that we put out, including uh, how to run campaign primers, things like that, and just other content uh, there. So check that out on our Patreon if you haven't yet. Uh, Tegan, we might as well touch on that as well. Uh, so Along with the adventures, uh, you are running Invasion uh, on Twitch. So tell us uh, that will be another episode tonight. Yeah, definitely. So uh, tonight, uh, they're still on the third adventure. They're going to be diving deeper into that uh, tonight as they go in. So they've been on the, the Wheel Space Station uh, investigating a uh, kind of a, a new ship that they encountered that uh, had some invader tech on it. So they're uh, trying to learn a little bit more about that. And they'll be making their way to Kashyyyk and confronting uh, some of uh, the group out there named the Crusaders and kind of figuring out what their connection to the invaders are. So come hang out with us. Uh, it's been a pretty fun uh, little journey on the wheel so far and we actually see what the crew gets up to as they unravel the mystery further excellent and that is uh tonight 6 30 p.m eastern time right and on your twitch channel yep so that's 6 30 p.m uh eastern time and it'll be on my channel tegan j gaming uh so if you haven't dropped a follow and come hang out with us uh, and especially for star wars tuesday if you heard our last one we've got a keith deeming another game on the opposite tuesday so come hang out with us every tuesday and see what uh, star wars 5e hijinks we can get up to 
Fantastic. A little bit on my end in, in content wise, we just uh, posted the finale of Vagrant Freighters season two. So last Thursday, if you haven't yet, check that out or the whole series as well. So that is all available now uh, and find out uh, what happened with Cal Vanix and his uh, counterparts uh, in that adventure. It was great, uh, great time putting that together and look forward to potential uh, other projects like that down the road. I believe that's most everything on our end. Uh, there are two new pieces of content for Star Wars 5e. Uh, we have a variant rule, which I'll go over here first, uh, strenuous combat. This is a variant rule to just add an extra layer into uh, the, the conclusion of combat. So the way this works at the end of a combat encounter, uh, you can consider having each participant make a constitution saving throw to avoid exhaustion. And the DC for that is determined by 10 plus the number of rounds completed during that encounter. On a failure of that roll, you would suffer, the creature would suffer one level of exhaustion. So if your combat lasted for three rounds, DC 13, you have to make that roll. And if you uh, fail, you will take a level of exhaustion. Uh, just a way to, you know, add that extra level if sometimes, you know, you go through a quick encounter and it, it, it just shows that there's, you know, something more than than just that encounter itself. There's lingering effects, uh, I should say. So uh, could be a cool thing to work in there. Um, it goes on further, though, that you can get a little bit more out of rest uh, if you're using this rule as well. Essentially, you can allow players to spend a hit die to remove that uh, exhaustion, that level of exhaustion. And it's a uh, number of die, basically number of die per level. So one level, it's one die, two levels, it's two die. So if you had two levels of exhaustion, you'd have to spend three total hit die to remove them during that uh, short rest. So uh, pretty cool there. I mentioned uh, last time, and I think another time as well on podcast, you know, I'm looking for something that's a little bit like a quick encounter where you don't go to the grid and you just uh, you know make one or two rolls, and it it somewhat simulates a combat if you if it's just more of a narrative point. And I think there's you know you could possibly work with this uh, a little bit to expand on that and um, just get through, as I said, from that narrative standpoint there. So check that one out in the variants. Uh, Tegan, we also have a new species, the uh, Zexto. Yes, we got the, the Execto, uh, Execto, I believe. I'm not sure. I've never heard it out loud. Uh, but it was written uh, courtesy of uh, Heresy. So uh, definitely kind of a cool species to dive into. Uh, they first appeared, uh, Phantom Menace, if you remember, one of the pod racers. Uh, and they've got four arms, too. So one of the pod racers was uh, one of the species on that side. So go take a quick rewatch. Look for the one with four arms. Uh, you'll be able to spot them there. Uh, and uh, with these ones, uh, they are a uh, pretty cool species. Uh, so definitely with them kind of being on the pilot side, uh, they are a little bit more dexterous. So uh, with these, you get a starting bonus of dexterity of plus two, wisdom plus one. Uh, they uh, are uh, speed for their side. They can be a little bit slower. Uh, so they get a 25 feet walking speed. Uh, with these guys, though, they are dexterous, so it gives you uh, proficiency in one of the following skills. You can pick acrobatics, piloting, or sleight of hand, uh, especially with these guys coming up. Uh, pod race would be their first introduction. That piloting may be a good fit for them. 
they also get the fearless trait, which gives them advantage on saving throws from being frightened. Uh, cool thing too, uh, four arms uh, as well. So they can have uh, four arms, but they can only get the benefit uh, of items held by two of their arms at any given times. Uh, but once per round, you can kind of switch for switch which items you're benefiting from. So pretty cool there. Again, this lets some diversity of builds come through. Uh, one of the players uh, in our Stranded campaign is doing that and having some fun kind of switching between some ranged weapons and uh, melee weapons. So it kind of keeps it lively and gives you some more options uh, while you're in combat. Uh, we've got the, the jungler, jungle dweller trait, uh, which allows them to uh, not, or if they're in jungle or kind of difficult terrain, if they ever wind up on uh, Kashyyyk or somewhere where they may be slowed down, if it's jungle terrain, they can treat it just as regular terrain that won't impede them. Uh, one of the cool ones I get with this one too, though, is uh, Racer's Reflex. Uh, so whenever they make a dexterity, ability check, attack roll, or saving throw, uh, they can choose to add 1d4 uh, to the results. So kind of similar to uh, the, the human trait, but this one just kind of specifically applied to dexterity saves or rolls. Uh, and then kind of wrapping them up, uh, they do get a couple more traits. Uh, the split mind trait, uh, which allows them when they make a wisdom saving throw, they can use the reaction to gain advantage on the roll, which is pretty sick because there's some pretty nasty wisdom saving throws out there. So gives you a little bit of a better chance to protect yourself there. Uh, and then they get the tree climber trait, which gives them advantage on uh, climbing trees, uh, as well as a climbing speed equal to their walking speed. Uh, and then their final trait, they are undersized, uh, so they won't be able to use heavier weapons uh, without taking the feet uh, to negate that. Uh, but pretty cool species, especially if you're building a pilot or wanting to build somebody that has a, a good chance to avoid being uh, kind of frightened or mentally controlled. This, this would be the way to go. Fantastic. Another great addition to that ever-growing list of species. So check that out if you haven't yet. I believe that is everything on the front end, so we can dive into our episode proper. As we mentioned uh, at the beginning, we're going to touch on the updated maneuvers for the Star Wars 5e system. Uh, quite an overhaul here, uh, lots of cool uh, updates and, and adjustments there, which I think streamlines and, and makes choosing those, um, using them, choosing them a little bit easier. Uh, Tegan, if you can, give us a little, you know, real high level overview of some of the things, the changes that happened to the maneuver system. Yeah, so definitely a lot of big changes. Uh, and as you mentioned, it streamlines it. So before each of the, the classes and even some within those classes, the archetypes had all of their own list of maneuvers and you'd have to kind of go through to each page and find exactly what you'd gain for taking a particular archetype or a particular class. Uh, now across the board, so all the classes uh, that have maneuvers available to them and archetypes are combined into one document uh, and are able to be chosen by any class, any archetype. Uh, so it kind of simplifies that down a little bit, makes it so you can kind of pick some cool things that may be thematic for your character, even if uh, that you didn't have that archetype going for it. Uh, and the biggest thing now with them kind of spread between the archetype or spread uh, available to all the different classes and archetypes uh, is they are broken into three different categories now. Uh, so you've got general skills, mental or mental maneuvers, and then physical maneuvers uh, with corresponding stats to them. So general can be used by any stat. You can kind of pick which governing stat you want to have for the, the DCs or the bonuses. Uh, but then the mental will be your mental stats like intelligence, charisma, wisdom, physical. Uh, you get the strength and dexterity, the obvious ones. But you also get to use constitution if you wanted to for one of the skills, which is pretty cool. You don't really ever get anything that scales off constitution. So you can have some fun with that. 
Awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, just from the little bit that I've been diving into it myself, uh, seems like some great changes there. I think right off the bat, though, the fact that they've all been consolidated to one area, um, you know, it's not, as you said, pick and choosing or you're, you have this specific uh, archetype and, and those are those are you have to go to that specific section for that list. Um, they're all here. And it, it's it's not uh, I think you touched on, it, but it's not necessarily a free for all. Um, I think most of them uh well not most of them but many of them do have prerequisites so uh there's there's some factors in there that limit it uh, a lot of them i see i don't know if there's any beyond um proficiency in skills but that's what i'm seeing for the most part that might be the main um prerequisites uh well here's one that uh yeah there's some improved levels of them of course so you would need the uh you know the the, the one before that of course um runtime extension here i see is ability to cast tech powers so probably some stuff like that in prerequisites so you will see some stuff that is going to limit how you what you can choose from based on that but uh but yeah in general just having them all there in one list is is fantastic you know but still having that massive amount of of uh options is is always great we always talk about that and you know customization ability in uh in star wars 5e so uh, Tegan, you mentioned about um, pulling from the same maneuver list now. So any anything you expand on that and how that uh, kind of helps us out or just some things that stick out. You know, I, I think like fighter was one of those big classes that uh, really dove into maneuvers uh, quite a bit. So any big changes uh, with this new system? Definitely. So one of the things that did change, uh, not directly tied to the maneuver system, but you're speaking about maneuvers and fighters, uh, one of the things that's going to come up uh, is the tactical specialist. Uh, I don't think this change has made it to the website yet, but it's already been posted on the Reddit uh, for the kind of updated PHP. Uh, and one of the things that did change, I know a lot of you, you tag specialists are probably looking through maneuvers and getting pretty excited, but they did remove the signature maneuver piece. Uh, so that's no longer a part. And for those who may not have played a tactical specialist before, the signature maneuver was a uh, an option that allowed you each time you attacked or once per a turn uh, when you attacked uh, you could add your signature maneuver on without using a maneuver die or superiority die uh, so that's unfortunately no longer available uh, it was a little one that was overtuned before the maneuver update but especially with some of the cool things you can do with these new maneuvers it was definitely uh, in a position to be overtuned uh, and it was removed uh, what it was replaced with though is definitely something still really cool for the fighters uh, is it allows you now to uh, you get uh, what's it called maneuver versatility uh so versus uh when you get to pick your maneuvers you can choose two of them and make them general maneuvers which allow you to pick any stat that you want for them versus them being tied to a mental stat or a physical stat uh, which can be pretty cool because there's a lot of ones that you can use on there that may be tied to a mental stat that you would want to have for your fighter but it may not be your best stat this way you can turn them into a physical stat and make it kind of right up your alley yeah, so those are kind of the major changes on the, the fighter class or the overall class side of it. Uh, but the cool thing with it is that you can just kind of go through and pick from a, all those hundred bits of maneuvers and just really find things that fit your character. Uh, like one of my favorites is now available to everybody is I always loved how the Gambler Scholar had some pretty risky maneuvers that kind of backfire on you, but if they paid off, they came in really well. So you can now pick those for your guy. If you wanted him to make a, a gambler without being a scholar, you could go in with the all-in maneuver or some of the other ones and uh, really just kind of theme your character out by the actions they can take. Awesome. Yeah, I, I really love that ability to kind of step beyond the the bounds of, of a class and archetype uh, with a feature like this. You know, we I think... Uh, 
Yeah, it just expands uh, what the builds can look like, and, and you're not just so defined by that one thing uh, there. So another big thing that uh, I think is newer in this update is how they're tied to skills. Um, and, and each skill has at least one maneuver tied to it, uh, which is pretty cool. And, and some of them come with some bonuses, right? Yeah, so there are a couple of cool ones with that too. So uh, if your character's like really into being stealthy and you want to have some, and nice thing too with these maneuvers, I should mention as well, especially since the update, uh, they're not all tied to combat. A lot of them are tied to kind of RP pieces or just like different kind of stages of the uh, the game. Um, so yeah, if you wanted to have some kind of versatility outside of combat, check out some of these maneuvers and uh like for instance uh one of them uh, if you wanted to be a stealthy character you could take the one with the shadows ability uh and with these ones if they are tied to a skill they have that skill as a prerequisite so you have to be uh proficient at least in stealth uh but if you did one with the shadows it lets you use your action to make yourself invisible uh, as long as you're in uh dim or darkness uh with the light uh so it's kind of cool things like that uh they had another one too which uh one of my one of my pcs just picked up a weak point which is tied to medicine skill uh and allows you to uh basically when you make attack to stun the target uh on a successful hit uh so just uh some cool things you can add in there uh and just even with the ones that are in combat it's kind of some cool rp that you can kind of bring along with them knowing that they're tied to a particular skill so like if you did the weak point strike you could kind of use your medical knowledge to know where the species or whoever you're, whoever you're fighting is uh, a little bit weaker at and kind of just pinpoint strike them there and stun them so just some cool things you can add in with uh, the flavor wise too yeah, I think that's great. It, it expands the use of skills a little bit. Um, I think uh, nature is one of those, I think, in some of my games that that often gets looked over. And, and then, you know, of course, because when it comes up, no one has it, you know, so, um, you know, there there's a, a maneuver for that um, that could bring some extra use utility to that. And, and some of those other skills that, you know, you just might not see as much use of. So I think that's a great uh, addition to the system there. It's a really good point. Uh, see, uh, animal handling in nature with Star Wars 5e, we yeah. usually kind of big ones for like, D&D, but uh, regular. Uh, but they don't always get picked. Uh, and usually if they have animal handling, they've got one of the pet classes, I found. <laughs> right, right, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe we'll see some more use out of that. Uh, you know, and I'd imagine that the maneuver lists, you know, may expand a little bit. Because, uh, for example, like nature, as I mentioned, only has one current maneuver with it. But, uh, you know, maybe there's some things that, that can expand that further. So, super cool. Um, you know, it looks like another uh, update here, Tegan, is that some of these maneuvers have tiers. Uh, what is that about? So that's, it's pretty sweet. Uh, I love uh, when you kind of have progression, even things outside of like the class. So uh, with this one, if they wanted to kind of just be really proficient in some of these, uh, they do have tiers, uh, kind of going with the regular, the improved, and then the greater version. Uh, I think all of them just have up to three levels that do have the tiers. Uh, but we'll pick on Commander Strike as one. Uh, and what the, it does is kind of each time you take it, uh, it gives you some additional feature with it. Because uh, Commander Strike is one that, uh, let me pull up the whole one so we can kind of go through it. Uh, but this will allow you to kind of just bump it up each time you go. Because uh, Commander Strike, usually when you take an attack action on your turn, you can forgo one of your attacks and use a bonus action to direct one of your companions to attack. Uh, so that's kind of cool where it starts off at, but then it also kind of just keeps going up and up uh, with this. So with the improved commander strike, uh, you can use your commander strike remover, but you no longer have to give up one of your attacks. So you still use your bonus action and direct one of your allies to attack, but you get to do your full round of attacks. 
Uh, and then finally, the greater version of it, when you use that commander strike, uh, you could choose to forgo uh, an attack or use your bonus action rather than both. Uh, so if you wanted to just forgo your attack and keep your bonus action free, uh, you could do so and kind of make sure that you've got everything uh, where you need it to help your allies out. Some excellent utility there as you level that up increases on an already great uh, feature there is there is there specific rules for taking those um you know obviously the prerequisites you would have to have the one before but is there anything else um maybe a little bit of a backup like uh just for anyone that's a little bit new to maneuvers how do we pick up maneuvers Definitely. Uh, so with uh, picking up maneuvers, so you're either granted them by your class or your archetype. Like for instance, spiders all get maneuvers. Uh, the, some of the other classes give them more maneuvers or archetypes give them more maneuvers, but they all start off with their maneuvers. Um, specific archetypes within a class may give you maneuvers uh, like Deadeye Scout. Uh, they get to pick up some. Uh, all the scholars also have maneuvers too, and then certain archetypes may give them a few more as well. Uh, so that's traditionally how you'll get it, but there's also different feats you can take uh, that can gain, gain you access to maneuvers and let you kind of choose from these lists uh, to make sure that you've got some fun things you can do with them. For uh, kind of uh, with the tier ones, you just have to have that one before. So the prereq of the, the, the maneuver that was before it. So uh, with fighter, uh, you know, the level two feature combat superiority where you learn maneuvers uh, based on uh, your class table there, of course. So you only know one maneuver at uh, level two, but then you can gain more as you grow. Um, so yeah, that would be the process. Uh, you know, if you want all three levels of that commander strike, you know, you're gonna have to wait until that level five, of course, because that's when you'll know up to four maneuvers. So you just have to take them uh, like that. So awesome, yeah. And uh, Tegan, there is a way. Uh, so outside of of one of these classes that would would grant the maneuvers you could get this through a feat in some way? Definitely. So if you took the splash class feat, uh, you could be able to choose uh, the fighter, uh, the one that's tied to the fighter. And one of the prerequisites with this is you can't have any levels in the fighter class to choose it. Uh, but it's going to allow you to choose uh, one maneuver uh, from the, and this needs to be updated. So one remover from the maneuver list, they've got it listed as a fighter class. But right now we know you can pull from any of those maneuvers uh, and you'll be able to uh, get a number of superiority dies equal to your proficiency bonus. Uh, so it kind of goes up as you level. Uh, so kind of a cool way if you wanted to get a maneuver without being a class that maybe get them naturally, like if you're a counselor or operative or somebody like that, you can pick this feed up uh, and get something that kind of fits your flavor a little better. Awesome. Yeah. I just further expanding that, uh, you know, those options uh, for your builds. Great. Uh, what about uh, some maneuvers that kind of stand out uh, that are some favorites of, of yours, uh, Tegan? What, uh, what do you really enjoy playing with? I've mentioned a couple of my favorites. Weak point's really cool. It's a way to get stunning strike and not be a monk. So that's that's definitely a cool one. Um, I love the commander strike one uh, as well. Uh, one of my players, uh, so uh, Burger, I uh, was playing Caesar uh, for invasion, uses that pretty uh, pretty well to his advantage by kind of foregoing. Uh, he's, he just has the base version of it so far, but it's really lets you to kind of uh, kind of role play that tactical specialist and kind of get your uh, other team members and players involved with uh, setting up some cool stuff. Uh, there's also a couple cool ones uh, that are uh, kind of just flavored to certain classes or certain play styles. Like I've always wanted to play the Scholar Gambler, but I haven't gotten the chance. But with the 
kind of maneuvering or moving those maneuvers into the general list. There's a couple of those cool ones you can just play without being tied to that class. Like All In's one of my favorite ones. It's like a real risky one that, uh, that may not always work out for you, but if it does, it's going to come in pretty handy. Uh, and with that one, basically what they do uh, is you basically you make an attack roll and the result is less than 20. You can spend a superiority dice and roll it in, uh, adding to the roll. And there's, if the resulting sum is 20 or 23, which for those who are familiar with uh, Sabak, like period 23 is like the, the, the winning hand usually, uh, it'll be considered a critical hit. Uh, so it's one of those ones, it's a gamble that may do nothing for you, but if you luck out, uh, you can get some cool stuff. And I, I love those kind of type of things where you kind of have to have rely on chance uh, and get a good pay out from it. Very cool. Yeah, that, that sounds like a lot of fun. I think, uh, you know, taking those chances, uh, I think always creates some great moments there. Um, just a few, you know, I don't really have a ton myself. I think just ones that I, I remember using from before, like goading attack to me is always a great one. I just love that you wanting to get an enemy to attack you for a certain reason. Um, you know, I think, uh, I don't know if, if it was one that came with guardian or it was just something similar, um, uh, in, uh, in hunted, uh, you know, it had one of his features where uh, if once you attacked um, and the next attack that came in, you know, there, there was a benefit to that uh, within that, uh, you know, guardian feature there. So just the little things like that, that really just help you kind of utilize other features that you have. Uh, so as we said, now that these are just opened up to, you know, all the classes that do have access to them, makes them a lot more fun, definitely. It just gives you some build variety. Just some, uh, just a lot. And I know for some it can be overwhelming to have a lot to choose from. That's definitely one of the the, the biggest pieces of feedback I've gotten from new players to the system. Uh, but as you get more experience, it just really allows a lot of build creativity, which I love having in the system. Absolutely, yeah. You, you know, not not likely going to have two characters be the same. Uh, you know, if if you start with the same species class. You really even from there then can can diverge which is great so very cool i uh, i think that's pretty much everything to touch on with the new maneuvers tegan anything else that you can think of or just something to wrap up anything else any last thoughts from you on it yeah so uh definitely to take a look through it uh if you haven't gone through uh and if you're already playing a fighter or somebody that gets these maneuvers go through and look at the updated list and maybe update your player on it there's just so many cool new options that are available to you and just really cool ways you can build not only just like a really tactical or really just kind of optimized pc but you can add in some cool flavor options that should support your background and just really help round out the rp so go check it out and see some cool builds you can find with it uh, one thing I, I thought of just as well as we wrap up here, uh, Tegan, and I know you are, um, you love building enemies, creatures, uh, any inspiration you could take from the maneuvers here for monster builds? Oh, 100%. And that's, so I like to give, uh, if you a Dungeon Jedi Master patron, you've seen this with some of the monsters we built, and I love to give them uh, actions players can do, and I use maneuvers quite a bit. Uh, so yeah, going through that, so weak point strike would definitely be what I put in there, uh, especially for uh, if I was building like a scientist, a doctor style uh, enemy that they were going up against, that'd be a fun way to have that flavor fit the RP on that side. Uh, would be a good one. Oh, I, actually, another one I've already mentioned to you, Commander Strike is a great one to have, like if you want to have like an officer in combat, uh, where you want to show that it's his tactics that are kind of leading them to victory. Give him commander strike and give him some meaty guys that can get up close and do some damage, uh, but have him command them to do so. 
there's other cool ones in there too. Uh, those are the ones that kind of come to mind initially. But yeah, if, if you're building some enemies for your PCs, look at maneuvers, look at some of the fighting styles. They can add a lot of easy ways to make them deadly without having to kind of rack your brain to do so. Yeah, I think that'd be a great way to utilize that. Uh, myself, I think I get really overwhelmed with, you know, that big long list of uh, features for an enemy. And, and we've talked about this a lot where, you know, okay, get your initial stats and things and then just give a feature or two. What do you want that enemy to do? So like you said, like, like a commanding type uh, enemy, if they're, they're a commander or whatever, give them that commander strike. Um, and then maybe an attack or two, and then another feature, whatever, you know, you don't have to stat out all those little bullet points. Um, Cause oftentimes you're not gonna use all that stuff anyway. So, you know, but maneuvers, I think great uh, point of inspiration for some of those features. 100%, definitely a good way to make the, the bad guy memorable without like having to be uh, too outside the box without uh, creating something. Absolutely, awesome. All right. Well, I think that's a great uh, point to end on there. Uh, for those out there, if you haven't yet, make sure you check out the maneuvers. Uh, I know that things are still getting updated on the website, so patience with that. Uh, but I believe, uh, you know, there's some recaps uh, of that on, on the Reddit and things like that. So, uh, yeah, make sure you just uh, bring that update into your games because there's a lot of good stuff there. Uh, our next episode, we will be top of the month doing another DM Spotlight. Uh, so uh, look forward to talking with another member from our community. And uh, Tegan, give us another shout for Invasion tonight. Yeah, so come out, hang out with the crew, 6.30 uh, p.m. Eastern time uh, on my channel, Tegan J Gaming. Uh, they we're really going to be diving into the meat of Adventure 3 on this side uh, next session. So come hang out with the crew. Uh, I'm pretty sure this will be a pretty fun one, too. So uh, hang out and see what uh, shenanigans they get up to. Fantastic. I look forward to seeing that. So everyone, thank you so much for being here with us, all of our listeners, followers, and subscribers. Uh, as always, check us out, DungeonJediMasters.com. And we will see you on the next one. May the force be with you. May the force be with you.